Garden Geetra the outside, Nature Strip in front. Here comes the South Australian Geetra, went straight past him. And Geetra goes on to win the Tab Concord. He well, g'day, g'day. Yep, you heard it. Here last week that Nature Strip would lose, and as you just heard, he did. Sorry. Pretty happy with myself on that one. Still am. Apologies, Dad and Mum. You heard about it all weekend and probably only stopped on Tuesday, but... Yep. That's a great introduction. But, yep, it is Fergo, of course, back here with the Fergo Tips and Slips podcast. And today I'll be covering the 12th of September, the Maccabi Diva Stakes card at Flemington. Yep. I'm covering the card at Flemington. Oh, boy, what could go wrong? <clears throat> but no, we're on for a good track, I believe, at Flemington. And obviously, before I get into the recap, before I even get into the recap, I will give you what's happening today. So I'll recap the tips from last week. I'll interview my mate Shane Gristwood, including a preview of, in the interview, a preview of the Maccabi Diva Stakes, and I'll cover the other, I think it's, other eight races at Flemington. So let's get into that recap, eh? I probably should sound more excited for the recap, because we absolutely smashed it. Um, the Valley, race 5, Age of Chivalry, came third. Yep, Dad's pick of, was it Windstorm Super Sign? I get confused, one. Race 6, Belleville, won at $6. Race 7, River Knight, it was a flop. Race 8, Harbour Views, mate. How did that not win? Far out. Humidor beat it. Humidor. I don't know how Harbour Views didn't win. I had the perfect... I'm not even going to talk about it. Uh, Randwick, race 4, Geetra, obviously won $5. Race 6, Dame Giselle won $4.50. Race 7, Mr. Seawolf won $6 and $2.50 to place. And race 8, Reloaded, came third. Tipped at $3 to place on Thursday. Beautiful overs considering it jumped at 6 to win. Um, quickest week I've ever had, so I'll hopefully try to keep it that short and sweet for future weeks. But, as with no further ado, I'm going to throw it on my interview with my good mate Shane. Enjoy, and I'll see you on the other side. G'day guys, this is the interview I just mentioned with my good mate Shane. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, well, I hope so. <laughs> um, just before I get started, I'll quickly plug that Shane and I, or mostly Shane, run a Facebook group called Worldwide Tipping. Check it out if you want. Also on Facebook, FNS Tipping Services. Me and Shane post some tips there regularly, so check it out if you're interested. Um, I'll start off, Shane, by asking you, for, as I do everyone, a quick introduction on how you got into horse racing and punching in general. Uh, uh, lifelong, really. Uh, my mum was a punter. It took me to Flemington when I was about six, and yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> Love horses ever since. Yep. Yeah, um, now, so, now I, sorry. sorry, mate. Um, I own, I have owned four greyhounds just in the past. They were okay, mediocre, but I've just gone five percent each with my missus, so we own ten percent between us. Yep. Good of, uh, <laughs> Deep field Oratown Colt. So yeah, pretty stoked. Two year old. Keen Who's that with? Sorry. Um, it's currently, it'll be heading to, uh, May Eustace very soon at Warwick mm -hmm. Farm. So, so they expect you to be early running two year old, like, yeah, talking... yeah. Um, it'll be, it's just come out of the breakers. So yeah, really keen. It's, uh, pre noms for golden slipper and, uh, the golden rose next, Jeez, next it, year. It wins so, the golden slipper, mate. Don't forget me. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Uh, that's we'll all be down message. in the winner's circle, man. <laughs> oh, I'll see you on TV, I'm sure, mate. You never, never know. It's yeah. through Derby Racing, and yeah, they've got it. They've been successful. 2017, they won it with a, a horse that cost $10,000, believe it or not. She will rain. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that horse. Yeah, she will rain. Um, yeah. Quickly ask, you got any memorable big wins from the punt? Could be recently, if you can remember more than uh, five recently, years ago. We'll take that too. Yeah, uh, Friday. Friday nailed... Uh, uh, winner over at uh, the first in South Africa at $91. I was pretty stoked with that one. 
And then that it's night, cheeky. actually nailed a trotter, our sportscaster, at 111. So, yeah. Right. Well, didn't expect to get <laughs> that was Friday that, just that recently, just but passed. there you go, last Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't play around at FNS tipping. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, mate. So, Archie, as just mentioned, we're going to cover a full Group 1 race, me and you, right now. So, I'll quickly run through the field, skim through it, and I'll ask for yeah. your opinion. So, um... Number one, Val Declare. Number two, Galo Chop. Number three, Harlem. Number four, the, oh no, sorry, not the favourite. Second favourite, Fierce Impact. Number five, last year's winning, last year's winner, Gatting. Number six, Lavendi. Number seven, Kingswell Dream. Number eight, Sosie Bond. Number nine, Master of Line. Number ten, Warning. Number eleven, Dallasan. Number twelve, Quick Finkel, the Derby winner. Uh, number thirteen, the South Australian Derby winner, Russian Camelot. Number fourteen, the Wizard Rides, Perfect Jewel. Number 15, Princess Jenny, and number 16, Miami Bound, mate. What's your first initial thoughts on this race? Oh, really tough race, I reckon. Um, yeah, sorry, not, I forgot my, to mention. $4 favourite, Russian Camelot. Yeah, not a great deal of, you know, really great form to go off. A lot of first-up stay as the looks of it. Yeah, it's a tough one. So um, my first choice would be Fierce Impact. Number four, my ad. Yeah, yep. but $5.50 currently. Way, I think Miami Bound can, you know, Benny, Benny Mellon... Um, it's the bottom weight. Yeah. It makes a nice going at the valley first up. At the I don't price, like it'll be each way. But it's one of those races, you know, you got to, you'd got you have to be crazy not to cover a couple. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that Russian camel, the favourite. It's probably looking for like the Melbourne Cup or Crawford yeah, Cup. Yeah, Over, sorry, sorry, I should cover this race. The mile, Carby Diva Stakes, Group 1, Race 7 for Um But, yeah, like, you got number one, Val Declare, the Melbourne Cup winner from last yeah. year, who I think is at $61. Makari Diva actually won a Melbourne Cup and came won this race first up. Maybe what it's named after, who knows? But you know, it's drawn wide and we'll go forward, which is no disadvantage anywhere really. But I think you're getting a bit of a overs at 61. Um, I do agree with Fierce Impact at 550. Um, I think you can get about two dollar thirty places as well, so it's not bad if you want to stake more in the place. Um, it was very good first up, I believe. Actually, my, my other mate Shane, not you. Tipped yeah. that horse for the Makari D for a few weeks ago at eleven dollars. So here it is, five dollars nice. fifty. Um, another horse I'll quickly cover. I don't mind each way is Kings Will Dream. So Vander Clare and Kings Will Dream are one and seven. Um, this horse I believe it won Group One recently last spring, maybe at Gore Flemington. Sorry, don't quote me. Yeah, Flemington over the mile. Um. I think this horse, it has ability. Like, it got, I think, was it behind Winx's Cox Bay? got injured and nearly got put down, but it came back, and it's a good, it's been in good form. First up was good behind Savitiano over the 1,400 metres, and it's $10 here, and we're doing a bit of an iffy gait, but John McNeil knows his horse well. If it's a good track, I think he'll sit midfield, hopefully three wide of cover, and have a turn of foot to hopefully get over the line. But we have picked four horses, me and Shane, so hopefully one of them can win, otherwise we're... In, yeah, in, da- in a bit of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it is just one of those races. It's a really, really tough one. And you yeah. can't rule out many horses, really, by looks of it. Like. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so I'll quickly ask you, have you got any other tips for the weekend, anything at all? You've had, obviously, it's Thursday night, so not much time to look, but anything else that takes your eye? Uh, Jelani Express, Carnivon Race 5, I think, is going to be really good. Yep, it's carrying 63, but down to 61 and a half with the claim. Not bad. Obviously, our mate Pat Comerford, if you're listening, mate, I know you are uh, into this horse. I think it was last start, wasn't it? Did it win last yeah, start? Yeah, pretty mm. sure it was. But just yeah. you go and check that form at Carnival, and like it, you see why it's carrying 63. I don't think the weight's going to bother it. 
I think no, it's going to be the closest competitor. has got three kilos on it, but I don't think it's. I think it's just going to run away. Being from WL Crack, she's saying it is Archie Carnarvon, but that's all right, mate. I'll let Sorry, you off. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's obviously a dirt track, and it sits on the pace, I believe. So yeah, another one I do like. Carnarvon if anyone's yet. interested, is this will test you. Eight five. Um, Bel- Belmont race eight number five. Yeah, it's a free course. Streets it puts all together. Could be obviously on a group one path in Perth. Those group ones aren't strong and. You know, That's who knows it. what that horse could do. Quickly, I'll also mention at Belmont Race 6. Can't tell you the number of weights, loads. Um, my mate's horse, who will be on the podcast very soon, Troy. His horse called Guard Loki races. Belmont Race 6, I couldn't tell you the number, but I'm sure if you you can look. Um, I haven't yeah, spoken to him yet, but steps back down from the 400 to the 1200. So I'm not really sure how it will run, but have a look. Oh, there you go, $13 you're getting for Guard Loki currently. So watching that for me, Race 6, number 3 at Belmont. Um... I'll quickly ask you, I'll put you on the spot here, sorry about this, but is there anything else in the spring that, or any horses you've got a keen eye on for some future races? Ooh, oh, yeah. You have put me on the spot there because I've got a shit ton in my black book. <laughs> but um, I'm also trialling a new spring system, so that's picking up ones on really quick turnaround. So it's, You know what, I'll ask you a quick question Delsan before you go. actually is another one. Like, Delsan, yep. Yeah, you know, that's... That could be, and getting like, there's just so many in that field, and there'll be ones that I'll be really keeping an eye on. Dallas, and I reckon, might be better a bit, a bit over a bit further, like it was That's good right, in the derby right, behind yeah. Russian Camelot. I'm going to be interested to watch it run, see how yep. it goes, but it'll be one I will be keeping an eye on. It just, yeah, it, it keeps impressing. Perfect Jewel's another one, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, so there's just... Honestly, make a case for 12 of these 16 horses. In all honesty, I couldn't even put my hand on five that I'm really, imp- you know, really, really in love with. There's yeah. there's that many of them, yeah. And, and and being like, as you know, this will be our first probably full year into yeah. tipping together. And, uh, yeah, so we've seen Not, a lot of these been horses last start, year and we've yep. watched a lot of them through the year when they did come out. So uh, I'll quickly ask you before you go, this is a question I might pop to my uh, um, guests over the future, are you on the on the on the gay trial bandwagon yet? After that, obviously, I'm, I'm still not. The weekend. I'm still not, even though I got fucking slapped. I was on yeah. Invincible. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, uh, fuck. Mate, <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, good time nah. to end. That that's disgraceful. Yeah, I, I, I thought it'd get me over even watching the racing.com blokes in their tight. They had a set of ties and everything. Yeah. They were all on it, and yeah, they hammered one of the fellas on there that wasn't, and I felt like yeah. him. He was just oh confident. yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> Show get on is what you're talking about. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, God. <laughs> but geez, on the live like twenty grand on that next I ship, didn't he? Him. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, I do appreciate coming on the show. Obviously, I'll quickly recap. We covered race seven of Flemington. We had number fourteen, number one, uh, number seven, and number twelve all in our mix. No particular order. Maybe a box exactor. Whatever you want to do. But until next time, Shane. I appreciate that, mate. No worries, mate. Thank you. Have See you, mate. A good one, guys. You too. Thanks again for that interview, gold Shaney. Um, I'm not going to make favourites of two Shanes be on here. I know you're both listening. No favourites, all right? As mentioned, um, the previous Shane I interviewed early on, Fierce Impact was his tip, and Maccabi Diva has noted racing. So good luck to you, Shane. you got some good overs if you backed it. Doubt you would, because you only like $2 favourites. <laughs> nah. Uh, yeah, anyways. Um, I'll get into the Flemington coverage now. I tipping Flemington as I... Like look of quite a few horses. Hopefully it turns out as good as it seems. Um, race one's a handicap over 2,500 metres. And I can't see a reason why we hop off Persan after he won for his last start. 
Obviously, I was a bit interested if he'd come up from three-year-old grade to open staying races, and then he did. He won. It was a good win, too, under Dry McNeely Sticks. Um, number four, Chappelle's obviously the danger, but number seven, Persan, that is. Sorry, number four, Chappelle, ridden by William Pike for Robert Hipmonk. Um, very good first up run over the 2,000 metres. Obviously, going for a Cups run, $2.30, Chappelle, $4.40, Persan. I prefer the price differential. I think the Quinnell is a smart option. WT will get back and for the home as well, but I think it's a two-horse race, and I'm going to lean with Persan. Um... Yeah, race one, number seven. Uh, race two at Flemington is the Exford Plate, 400 metres, three-year-old group listed, and I cannot hop off Cherry Tortini. Um, Scott, from the show last week, if you're listening, and Maddie also, both Plant Hub boys, and they got a cheeky high opinion of this horse. I do share that opinion with you. I just, I can't get off her. Like, number three, even joined Barrier 11 with the weight, 58. This first preparation was absolutely flying. Destroyed them in a sale maiden. Um, went to Flemington, destroyed them again. Then went to Flemington and beat Alcone, who's in the very much in the Derby yard market. Which I think Charity will be going there as well. But was a cracking win, like six dollars and two dollars thirty. Boy, oh boy, I love this horse, and this could almost be my best bet. Actually, it's my next best, so I think about it. Cherry Tortini, race um, true number three. Has the form on the board. Immortal Love was very good winning last start, but. It'd be hard to see him get that good of a run into it again. Bartoli's a danger, but Cherry Tortani for me. Race um, two, number three. Uh, Flemington, sorry, not Caulfield. God. Um, race three is a Let's Lope Stakes. Group two, four and up, Mares. And this is where my best bet is. Number two, Savatiano. $2.80 the win, best bet. Um, I was candlelit in the group one two weeks ago, but it was scratched, late scratching, but in the... um. In the yard, so I hope that's all good now. I assume James Cohen is going to be sending her to the race this year. It's not good. And that, I don't really need to recap on her too much. Her form's superior to these. Now, you're going to look at me and go, I okay, Katie Queen, question mark. But, yes, she has superior form. But that Group 1 win of hers was nearly two years ago. Since then, she was won one race, which was a Group 2 at Rose Hill uh, a year ago. And it was betting no one good. Three subsequent runs have been terrible. I can't give into it. $3.40. I understand she's dropping in class. But she's drawn barrier 12, top weight. And I just can't get into Acadia Queen. I'm pretty keen on Savatiano, as I mentioned. So $2.80, Savatiano. Race 3, number 2, best bet. Race four is the Bobby Lewis quality group two foils and up um, open, so no mares, no colts, no gildings, all of them combined. And I am leaning in the way of the five-year-old son of Zeus Star. Quick mention: uh, my family owns Zeus Star filly, two-year-old, should race soon, so get keen. Um, yeah, Zutori number three, uh, trained by Elton Zara, ridden by Mark Zara. Um, this horse, it actually won this race first up this time last year, so I was defending it, and I don't see why it can't go back-to-back. Back. Barrier 6 I quite like, because it gives Mark Zara... Because it's a get-back horse, but it can sit closer if it needs to from Barrier 6. So, I, I, if it's a bias after three races, I hope Zara takes some initiative. He's a bit of a clown sometimes, but I reckon he can take initiative and maybe sit closer if need be. Um, classy, classy geldings won 594,000. You don't win that from 21 starts if you're a donkey, so... It's a bit of an open race. Tofane, the toppy's a danger. And Neville's a danger. Bold star. Don't even mind Galaxy Raider at a price. But yeah, I'll go with it. Race four, number three, number four. Four dollars to win for Zutori. 
Race number five is the handicap over the 1700 metres, and I have a high opinion of this uh, German import, Django Freeman. Number five. Now, he he's had two starts in Australia. One was in April, one was in June. And I think that was... So, the race went flying into the Mooney Valley, right? And I think the race went flying to get ready for the Melbourne Cup, and the race went Mooney Valley to get ready for the Cox Plate. I have a high opinion, and I've... I don't see why he can't be competitive the first up. Like, as I said, Cox Plate's a target. So if he's going to be near the Cox Plate and Melbourne Cup, I think he should be winning this. Now, Actel is a danger number three, the favourite. But um, from Garrett, from Barrier 3, Michael Roddle will probably sit his horse leaders back on the rail, hopefully. Short of Irish and Harrison will run late. But I think Django Fremming can be leaders back, which is the place to be no matter where you're racing, when you're racing. Save the tickets, and it's got a sharp, it's got a nice turn of foot. It's not a short one either. Like I saw it at the valley when it came second behind. It was not on the bad horse. Came second behind, behind Harbour Views, sorry, third behind Harbour Views. Um, <coughs> it was grinding away after it looked gone. So it's got like a nice long turn of foot, sort of sharp one though. So I think the Tennington straight will suit. And when it raced at Tennington previously, it was a bog track, and I going in the outside rail. So yeah, it says. Not too much opinion taken off of that effort. But yeah, race five, number five to, to each way. You could go almost $5.50 and $2.10 for Django Freeman. Now, the last three races I'm covering now, not including the group one, actually, no. Last four races, I've gone value here. And it starts with, it starts with obviously, race six, the Sofitel, 1,400 metres, group listed, four-year-old and up. Number three, Iconoclasm. I love this horse. And he's $17 and $5. The, uh... Six-year-old stallion out of Turak Toff, who is a lover of Caulfield. Ten starts for five wins. And it's it's win in... Fuck, well, oh, jeez. It's... That's June. Yeah, June. Sorry. I can't remember my months. Um, over the same track and distance. Just was amazing. The, the fight it showed to beat Akinar Star and Plain Chiel, who are two quality horses. I loved it. And from Barrier 1, Damien Oliver, who's ridden him before, should be able to get a nice spot on the rails, two to three pairs back, with plenty of cover. And this horse, if he gets some room, he can just press the button, and it's got a nice turn of foot, this horse, and I don't see any reasons why I can't show it here. Obvious dangers, the number 14, Windstorm, who was very impressed coming from the back at Caulfield two weeks ago. Pikey back on board, back down in the weights, Barrier 3, might get caught looking for runs, but long straight, should suit. Yeah, it's two dollars thirty favourite that horse and it'll be hard to beat, so I I don't I concur at the price, but yep, I'll go value for me. Number three iconoclasm in race six. Race seven is the Maccabi Diva, which obviously I just covered with Shane. Um Valen declaring King's All Dream for me and Fierce Impact Mari Bound for Shane. So we'll skip race seven, the group one. We'll go to race eight, the Dane Hill Stakes. Over 200 metres, group two, three-year-old, set weights and penalties, and some more value for you. The three-year-old Colt added not a single doubt, number four, Doubtland. Now, this horse, I, I thought it's first up one, despite being beaten seven lengths behind Anders, who I tipped that day in the San Domenico Stakes. It was, it was okay. Um, over the 1,100 metres, which uh, it wasn't suitable, didn't draw a gate, um... It was a race restricted room, which I think put it off. Got clear, 300 metres. It did battle, but I think it had plenty to give, but just sort of gave up. Jockey and horse after not being able to find a run, and Anders probably about five lengths in front by then. But the previous form where it won its first two starts, including the Group 3 Kindergarten at 
Royal Randwick by four lengths was ultra impressive. I reckon this horse will suit um, Flinton, as I mentioned. It was restricted room last start. It may, it shouldn't find any trouble actually from Barrier Nine, and its pace is on here. Long straight, hopefully can hook to the, hook hook wide for the Wizard William Pike. At $8.00 hoping we can see a turn of foot shown in that Group 3 win just mentioned at Randwick uh, earlier this year. And I believe we've got a good, good price to uh, find out. The favourite number one's Prague, who is also a boomer. Sydney, two-year-old, placed in the Group 1 behind King's Legacy, but I think what's further Prague, where I think Doubtland's an out-and-out 200-metre horse. So a lot of things in his corner, and... Uh, at a price, I'm happy to take race eight, number four, Doubtland. The final race at Flinton is the Cap D'Ampi Stakes, Lounge Meters Group listed three-year-old fillies. No pikey in the last, unfortunately, but I'll be going Mickey D in the last. My good mate Daniel, if you're listening, we love a cheeky Mickey D, and he's, uh, no, not a big Mac Mickey D, a Michael D Mickey D, and he's riding the Trent Busson... And Natalie Young, Philly, let's be glam here. At a sensible, this horse was very impressive. Honestly, it was almost the best Victorian Philly as a two-year-old. It on debut absolutely slaughtered them at Rugby. Like it was as easy as you'll see. Um, then went to Caulfield and put and walked in literally at a Blue Diamond Prelude at thirty-one dollars. Was the second favourite at Blue Diamond. She was the first Philly past the line, beating only two and a half lengths and. A recent jump out suggests she's forward enough to win this. $9 and $3 is the wrong wrong quote for me. Barrier 7, Mick D will be a part of the pobble. Probably will be a fast pace, but I think he can sit maybe 5th or 6th. So he'll go forward from Barrier 7, but there's a lot more speed influences driven wider, um, drawn wider, such as Supreme Idea and Zooming Zebra. Yep, Zooming Zebra. Jeez, some people shouldn't name horses. But, um... She got the classes, Philly. The dangers, you have to parlophone. Very good win in the stakes race at Adelaide recently. I believe September run number eight over the odds. Um, Minterhaj is the current favourite. Can't be uh, left out as well. But, yep, at the price, race nine, number three. Let's be glam. We'll close it out for me at Flemington on Saturday. So, that's all the races covered at Flemington. I'm hoping for a decent day. Some quality racing, obviously featured by the Group 1, which is a very tough race to pick, but... We've tried our hardest, me and Shane. Um, that's all I really have to say. Uh, Hong Kong tips every Wednesday and Sunday on my Facebook page, Fergo's Tips and Slips. You can find that link in the podcast description. But until next Thursday, I'll catch you guys later. Stay safe. Good punting, Fergo.